Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindres Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our guest today is Janet Holliday, president and CEO of the CE Group, an experienced marketing company based in San Antonio. Over the last 31 years, there are few San Antonio events and projects that haven't been touched by Janet Holliday's expertise in event and communication management. Getting to know Janet was the silver lining in COVID. She is a joy-filled optimist who loves nothing better than long walks with her dogs and her husband. Janet, I'm so happy you're joining us today. Me too. After all those years of seeing each other virtually, I know, uh, it's been. so great yeah. to, to, yeah. to be that. Yes, yes it was so much fun. Well, you know, Janet, dogs have been such a special part of your life, really your whole life. How did they become a part of your life as a child? Well, we always had a dog. It was so important to my parents. Um, they, again, I think uh, they wanted us to have someone to love, and they uh-huh. also wanted us to learn how to take care of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our main dog was Doodle. Doodle. And Doodle was, that sounds like a pretty name, but he was half part dachshund and part poodle. So he had kind of the long body of the dachshund and the curly hair of the poodle. One of the original doodles. uh, Yes. Like a labradoodle. Exactly. That was before that was a thing. Before it was a thing. And we probably didn't have the prettiest version of that doodle, but we just loved, loved that dog. Oh, that's so fun. Well, do you remember what kinds of things you did with the dog? Well, again, we all, the big thing we did was we all fought to make, try to get him to sleep in bed 
bed with us. Oh, well, yes, know? of so, course. So every <laughs> night it was, I'm one of three girls, and so uh-huh. every night it was like, who got to sleep with Doodle in the bed? But we... When I grew up, life was different. You know, we had a lot more independence, and we spent a lot of time in, you know, outside playing with our neighbors, riding our bikes, and he was always just part of that. Mm-hmm. And um, just that, you know, back then we had more freedom, and so did our dog. And just remember mm-hmm. again, even as a child, going out and being in nature and walking mm-hmm. and hanging out with our dog. Yeah, that there weren't leash laws back then. No, we yeah. weren't on. It, it, the, Kids weren't on leashes now. The kids are on leashes. Dogs are on leashes. So we all felt like a lot more freedom. And, mm-hmm. and I wish that's one of the things I kind of miss in today's world with, with dogs. Yes. You, know, you can't do that. No, you can't so much. And there are a lot more dogs than there used to be, too, I think. A lot more. And it, they become much more humanized. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they, weren't, they, they didn't have fancy pet stores. And, uh, you know, they, had a, they were happy with, a, guess what, a ball and uh, a bone mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to all the kind of, you know, fancy toys. Yeah, and things we yeah, give them now. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So as an adult and as a, a parent, you wanted your kids to have a doodle, a, a, not a doodle, but a dog as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Maybe well, you did want them to have a doodle. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm married. My husband, Rob, is also a huge dog person. And when we got married, he had a Dalmatian. And so dogs just kind of, it was like never, we've never been a cat family. And it was just always going to, there was just never a question about a dog being sort of a key part. First of all, if you didn't like your meal and you wanted to get rid of it, you know, it was it's always good to have a dog under the table to eat your vegetables. So Wow. That, <laughs> boy, if you could get away you couldn't get away with that in my family. We didn't get away with it too much. We <laughs> try, we certainly tried. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, later uh, as a mom, uh-huh. um, my my son um, frequently kind of passed food under the table it used to make me so mad yes You're not exactly to do that, exactly know? exactly so of course that was also we didn't care to now we care about the nutrition of our dogs yeah. back then we were like no. just please yes. eat whatever we don't yeah eat. yeah eat my peas yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh my you know an interesting thing that you had um a dog named Kirby, because I always yeah. think of that as the road in Houston. <laughs> yes, and honestly, so. I think that's probably was my inspiration. Was I, it really? My, oh my gosh. Um, I, when I um, when my husband and I were newlyweds, and we got a dog, and we had kind of the debate over the bigger dog and the smaller dog. I was a smaller dog person; he was a bigger dog, and so we got a littler kind of. We I I think I won that one, and we got this little Shih Tzu named Kirby. And at my first job in Houston was right off of. Kirby mm-hmm. and I just thought it was a fun I like IE names so mm-hmm. Kirby was our dog and then um, we tried so hard to have babies and it was a real journey and when we had a beautiful daughter named Melissa mm-hmm. they came along and lived unfortunately only almost three years she had very rare heart problems oh wow that's tragic and it was very very hard but how lucky we were to have Kirby in the middle of this experience one uh, and I think maybe that was that first time where my life, I, I've lived a very blessed life. I've, I've got so many, just I've grown up with so much love and support. And so being young and having this really difficult situation, we knew from day one she was on borrowed time. Oh, wow. And so we didn't know how long. And I think that was probably this moment. I don't know if I had this kind of aha moment of how much my faith and um the, that what the dog the whole I don't know that I tied dog and God all that together at that mm-hmm. moment but when I look back you know I um, when I would feel so scared 
Kirby was there. But also for Melissa, he just loved her and um, really, you know, took great care of her. And so that was a wonderful thing. And then, of course, um, the timing, we kind of lost her and then shortly after lost Kirby. So it was kind of that double double whammy and mm-hmm. kind of had us rethinking what's our next step. I mean, again, you and I have talked about this. Mm-hmm. Do you just give up when you lose a dog because it hurts so bad? Or do you figure out who else is out there for you right. to love? Right. And that was probably a little bit of double grief. Yes. Because that was really closing the book on exactly. that part of your life. Exactly. But you know, it's It began my path of understanding how much grief and love and hope, like it's all, we hear the word bittersweet and we think we know what it is, but that's been my life. So the year that Melissa died, um, we didn't really put it all together until maybe months after, but basically our son is adopted. We adopted him at 10 days old. He's Mm -hmm. an amazing man now and has given us a grandson but um the week that basically she died would have been the week that he was really conceived and and we so uh in that year you know we were having the biggest loss that any couple can go through of losing a daughter and in that year we had the greatest joy of having a son Mm -hmm. and so that journey began very parallel um of the bitter and the sweet and having to realize that um, God is a good God, even when we felt so like, how could there be a God that took our baby away? And yet how could be there also was this wonderful God that gave us Ryan. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then in the middle of all of that, uh, shortly afterwards, when uh, Ryan's first sort of big Christmas Santa, when he was about almost two years old, that's when we um, got he got his first dog, mm-hmm. which really, really uh, started on us on this journey of this breed of Welsh Springer Spaniels. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah. how did you find the Welsh Springer Spaniel? Well, we were lucky. A friend of ours um, had a litter. They're a really fairly rare breed. Spaniels are not that rare, but the Welsh Springer Spaniel, there's only probably about 50 in this part of the country. Wow. And so it's not some a breed you see too often. And a friend of ours, a good friend had a litter and we were really so uh, needing a dog and so we we got one of the litters and that it was one of those things that the knock on the door and Santa brought him you know it's like I remember oh, he was how sweet he it was the year that he first really really kind of got into what Santa Claus was and the door knocked and there was you know he opened it up and there was a box and there was the dog oh how fun and so that was and then from there we ended up having uh, Chancey was the dog uh-huh. and Chancey um, had a litter, and we had a, a sister named Nikki. So we raised a mother and a daughter mm-hmm. for like almost 18 years. The whole time our son grew up. Oh wow, that's a long, a life. long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chancy lived till she was. Um, uh, let's see, eight, um, 18, and then um, George, uh, Nikki was almost 17. Mm-hmm. So long, mm-hmm. long, full life of yeah. those dogs. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Well, before you tell me about more dogs, because yeah. I know there's some more spaniels more in dogs, your life, yes. I'd like to tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today, and that's Wheeler's Western Outfitters. Wheeler's has an amazing selection for anyone who ranches, owns dogs, cattle, horses, participates in 4-H, or just enjoys feeding the deer. Find a full line of hats, boots, clothing for men, women, and kids. 
beautiful jewelry, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. They have great products and advice, plus they greet you with a smile and a helpful attitude. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10 and Bernie, or wheelersoutfitters.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have wonderful website, godinourdogs.com, with bonus material inspired by show guests on the Want a Treat page. That's godinourdogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs. Hi, this is Dwayne Rivers with the Rivers team at Phyllis Browning. This is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Well, we are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host, and joining us today is Janet Holliday, President and CEO of The CE Group, an event management and communications company serving San Antonio, the state of Texas, and beyond. Janet, before the break, you were telling us about your your wonderful dogs from your childhood and also from your early married and uh, children family life. And they were such a comfort to you. Um, after Chansey and Nikki died, did you have some other Spaniels? Yeah, so that was an interesting shift, and I really didn't think about it. You know, when I grew up, that was our family dog. And then when we had Chansey and Nikki, that was our our son's dog and, our again, a family dog. And so then we were kind of empty nesters. Our son had gone to college. We found ourselves dogless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of think that's great. And then you begin to realize there's this just kind of, again, maybe it's God saying, this was my chance to have my dog, our mm-hmm. dog. So we, um, we reached back out and uh, put a thing out saying we were looking for another, like we love this breed. And there was a couple in California that had the mother and had a mother and a daughter. I mean, a mother and a um, father. And we got uh, they had a litter. And so we, our son was his freshman year in college, and we basically got a, a brother and a sister. Oh, how fun! And we decided that we would each get to name one. So um, my husband named the little girl Georgia. He's a big University of Georgia football fan. And I, they are. I hadn't noticed. I got yes, to meet your husband, yes. and I noticed his attire. <laughs> He's totally, <laughs> totally excited. He is going to the championship oh, against TCU, which is where my sister's uh, family, they're pulling. So a lot of family tension uh-huh. right now. Yeah, but anyhow, <laughs> um, not really. But um, And so I got to name the dog, and... Um, by then, I was very clear how much the that I did believe the correlation between God and my dog. It mm-hmm. became very clear on so many levels. And Wimberley, Texas was the place that I went to camp as a child. And it's my God place. It's my happy place. And there's something about the hill country that just brings out my spiritual side and um, so many things. So I chose to name him Wimberley. Mm-hmm. And so even before we picked him up at the airport, he was my God dog. And I don't know if... if um, it just makes you realize the power of God because mm-hmm. from the day that he could see, he could see into me, he could be there. There's just so many ways that he's just been by my side. And um, it's been interesting because um, in getting him, you know, and it's almost what he's done for me. But then sadly, 
we had uh, we lost Georgia, and they were like twins mm-hmm. um, because they were in the same litter. They were together every minute, and then unfortunately she became ill about during COVID. Unfortunately, um, and we lost her about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden, you know, all these things that I feel like I really think about grief a lot. I think as a world we're not very good at managing grief, mm-hmm. and now I've gotten to not only watch my dog grieve and that's kind of helped me like I've gotten to be he's gotten to be there for me and I've gotten to be there for him Mm -hmm. and then very sadly we had taken in our son's college dog Harvey about uh went let's see probably six seven years ago we were going to keep him for just a few Mm-hmm. You know, a few weeks. Oh, while that they got... never happens. Yeah. And then the interesting <laughs> thing is he wanted the dog back. He got married. He was all of that. But the dog became so bonded. So we were this wonderful, beautiful little dog family of three. And all during COVID, we walked mm-hmm. all three dogs. Mm-hmm. And now we're a family of one. Right before Christmas, we lost Harvey. Yeah. So it has been um, so interesting. But... What we've kind of realized is how we're coping is that we believe God is love Mm -hmm. and we believe that our dogs are love. And so just that we have felt, you know, I I often say, I don't know how people cope that don't have faith. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever your faith is, whatever your religion, when you're going through difficult times, how could you ever abandon God? Because that's in the deepest, darkest times, that's where you really feel God the most. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what what's happened for us right now is being able to watch our little my god dog really cope through this mm-hmm. and find you know helping him even yeah. coming with me today i think mm-hmm. uh, it's a fun field trip yeah. for him and it was and it was fun to me it is fun to meet yeah. him yeah. after hearing about him so much well you know janet you are such an inspiration in so many different ways because when people meet you they see this joy-filled mm-hmm. um optimistic uh glass half full kind of person Mm -hmm. and um you know you've had a lot of tragedy in your life Mm -hmm. and um you've talked about losing your daughter you also uh went through breast cancer i think i can Um, say that yes absolutely you post on social media yeah i'm a very very proud eight-year survivor yeah so so, and we're happy about that for sure and there has to be something and i think that you just shared that Mm -hmm. um, about God is love and there has to be something deeper yes um, as far as how we can get through the hard times right you know I think about it as I told you we know exactly what to do in the good times when somebody gets married has a baby we're that we're all over it as a world we really are very ill prepared to deal with grief and so one of the things that um, I I feel like we don't get to pick our circumstances, but we do have a great power in how we play play mm-hmm. our hand. Like we don't get to pick the hand we're dealt, but we can play it a certain way. And there's a choice in there around your attitude. And so you, um, one of the things that I've kind of chosen to do is see grief as a reflection of what that relationship was. Mm-hmm. And so like, instead of being sad that you had this huge grief, if you can kind of really dig down, then there's a gratitude. Like, I'm sad I lost my daughter, but I'm so grateful that I had her and that, you know, um, that I had such a good relationship and I, you know, knew that I was on borrowed time and we made every day count. And so I think that 
um, if you can kind of, you know, there's a saying, grief is joy remembered. And so if you can lean into your grief as a reflection of what you had, as um, you know, all the memories that come along with that, and really... Unfortunately, you don't have, you have to make a decision every day. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can be embittered or you can be enriched. It's really your decision to make. And if you're really trying, if you are grieving and you are feeling lost, you can't honor the people that you lost if you're not out there living. You know, I feel like I, every day I honor the people that I've lost by mm-hmm. living a really beautiful life in their, in their honor. Right. And we feel that same way with our dogs. You know, we, the only way we can keep going is, you know, maybe have more dogs and to open our hearts up to Mm -hmm. not just shut down. Yeah. Well, one thing that made me, you made me think about um, when you were talking about being dogless there for a while Mm -hmm. is that dogs have such a presence. Oh yeah. And that really reminds me of who God is. Yes. He's always present whether or not we engage, that's our choice. Exactly. Exactly. And so. um, Well, you know, one thing that I I think uh, is that I've it makes me sad. I grew up with so many champions in my corner. I grew up that way. But we talk about unconditional love, mm-hmm. and that's hard. Unconditional love with no judgment. No, it's hard to really pull that off. Maybe yeah. you do that with your children. But that's what God gives us is that sort mm-hmm. of unconditional love, whether you choose mm-hmm. to accept it. But that, you know, God's just that presence there that's there on the good days, the bad days with, you know, just always feel like you are, you know, you can be who you are, you know. And, um I think a dog does that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the dogs just, like, they just seem to, like, our do- my dog just accept me for who I am. You know, they're there when I'm really sad and really optimistic. So that, 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 there, it is a big presence with the dog that really mm-hmm. parallels your feeling, yeah. your connection with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for a long time, you know, we heard somebody lose a, you know, they lost a dog and you, it, it's real. I mean, a dog, losing that dog, I mean, they are your family. They are your children. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is very, and you have to grieve, you know, the, and, and then to watch even our dog grieve. I mean, Wimberly is really, you know, mm-hmm. he's sad and he's yeah. trying to uh, figure out uh, what the, you know, what his next steps are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of next steps, I don't want to leave the show without talking a little bit about the CE group, because what you do is so exciting and interesting. And I think people don't realize how some things just kind of happen. And it seems like magic. And you're that person. Thank you. Tell us what you do. Well, I'm honestly, I'm 33 years ago this week, I started the CE group. And it's like crazy to me that it's 33 years and that I have a front row seat of so many significant, important things. We're, you know, we do, we're an experienced marketing company. We do corporate community events, but really we have a front row seat and back and we're back a house and, you know, big things, convention groups that come, uh, corporate outings, but, you know, I've gotten to work on so many, you know, the 300th anniversary of our city, big, huge, you know, uh, helped birth and launch so many initiatives. But I came out of nonprofit. That was my background, and I grew up always giving back to the community. So what I love about the CE group is just that we are so entrenched in our community, and mm-hmm. it allows me, you know, to work on every day. I'm, there's some tie-in to nonprofit. Uh, during COVID, we pivoted and worked on charitable initiatives to help, you know, um, get food to people that didn't have food and digital computers. Mm-hmm. So I feel that the CE group is so much um, given me a platform to really uh, marry my love of 
um, what I do and then also giving back. Mm -hmm. So uh, to me, having a success isn't really just what you do, but it's how you do it. And that's that's what's so fun to think for 33 years I've been such um, being able to be so involved Mm -hmm. in my community. Mm -hmm. So one thing I would say to our listeners is if you've ever participated in, say, the Rock and Roll Marathon or Half Marathon, you help put that together. Yeah, you know, people don't think, I mean, again, to your point, we, like, people just think it does happen. So, like, Uh the Rock and Roll Marathon, we do all the stages. There's a stage every single mile. You know, we have to get band. Think about this. We've got to get all those. That's a lot of coordination. A lot of coordination. (laughs) And to ask a rock and roll band to be out on a, out out at some location at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, just, or 6 in the morning doesn't work. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel very, uh, it's a great, we live in a great city, and, you know, my big thing is that um you know again for so many people that are trying to just get involved you Mm -hmm. know volunteer be involved and because our city is just based on so much good you know good community um opportunities yeah it sure is well janet holiday with the ce group and with wimberly yes and with (laughs) wimberly my little god dog and we're down to that one dog but he's he's a great one and he's really really uh comforting me on a daily basis that's awesome well thank you for joining us today thank you well um before we close the show i'd like to leave with a thought to ponder and yes that's p-a-w-n-d-e-r our dogs are present with us right now is the only time that matters to them i ponder how can i work with god and learn to be present in the lives of others so i can be a source of comfort and joy in times of loss and grief know what you think after pondering email stories at godinourdogs.com this is meg greer and you have been listening to god and our dogs i appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us you can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site subscribe to our youtube channel for show bonuses check us out on facebook instagram or linkedin at god and our dogs and click follow Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God where our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com.